It's the Hotel Guys podcast with Paul and Rich. Join the Hotel Guys as they share their stories and adventures together around the world, traveling to some incredible places. You can reach the Hotel Guys at their website, hotelguys.com. And now, here's your podcast moderator, Nancy Ward. Well, we're back with the Hotel Guys, Rich and Paul. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. And we're back this time because we're announcing a new tour. Of course, we all know you guys because all you do is travel. But every single one of your travels starts with an intention. And that is that you name your tours, which I think is just lovely. Most of us take off on a trip and never think of, we're just going on a trip. But you actually have more thought put into your travels than the average traveler. So tell us about the name of this trip and why you named it what you did. Rich? That was a big decision. And it's funny, after each tour, then we're kind of noodling on what the next one might be. And, you know, our first experience living in India, traveling India for six months was like a a taste test of this incredible world on the other side of the planet. And everyone approached us with so many questions, so much curiosity and openness that now that I look back on it, I'm like, oh boy, um, don't stop. Um, we just keep connecting with people. Well, as the we name travel. of that tour, Rich, was the Keeping It Real tour. And boy, it felt pretty real. Yeah, um, and that's how we felt. It was, you know, raw and gritty and a lot of new uh, experiences traveling in South Asia. Well, we did stand out a lot, I guess, you know, in the crowd. So, I mean,. So I guess as by way uh, as a drum roll, then last year's tour was called the Good Life Tour because we we just needed to kick back for six yeah, months in Central America. But right. what Nancy's asking us is that our next one is we've called an open hearted tour, and we felt drawn back initially to India. There are many people where we plan to be for the first three months, and we approached it with quite simply put, an open heart. And we realized that we have so many heart connections in India already through places and people that that is the intention that we're going back with is an open heart. And it's, you know, of course, a deeply spiritual place, a deeply everything place. Mm -hmm. Deeply, Uh, intensely everything. Intensely everything, deeply spiritual place. And so it felt appropriate Um, in our quest for cultivating more compassion and joy in the world, to name it an open-hearted tour. And and there is so much fear uh, for people as they travel. And uh, it's just a reminder that, yes, weird stuff does happen when you're traveling and when you're at home. So if we just remember just to approach with open arms, I think uh, it's just going to be an easier journey. And uh, that's... That's what I'm I'm just visualizing, more and more connection. Yeah, so we're starting in, uh, we'll fly into Bangalore. We learned that Bangalore seems to be the least expensive city to fly into. And from, the airport is yeah. so beautiful, so, while, so modern. Yeah. Now, is Bangalore up in the mountains? No, is it's it... south-central India. It's the in the state of Karnataka. 
And, of course, Bangalore is the tech center of uh, India. There's many other technical cities as well, but Bangalore is the big one. And I think there's a lot of international air traffic in and out of there. So this, the pricing structure for us is always good. So even though our ultimate initial destination after three days uh, recovering. recovering, which we won't in three days, but no. we'll have three nights just near the airport in ba- Bangalore in a hotel where we've stayed before, that's a, kind of a private community with um, quiet, comfortable streets that we can walk in and get sort of our land legs back and we'll eat well and then we'll get ready and we'll fly up to really the military installation it does have some commercial flights to the Bagdogra airport in West Bengal to the north and northeast and uh, with our destination being uh, Darjeeling initially and of course we're gonna go drink tea in Darjeeling so well I would certainly hope so Yes. <laughs> With an open heart. <laughs> so were you there on your last yes. trip? No. No, but no. we have been to the Indian uh, tea regions in the south, which is the Munar in the state of Kerala and uh, that Tamil Nadu, Kerala area down at the south where India gets thin and, and uh, goes to a point. Some of that area in the western highlands um, are tea-growing regions. And we've been there, but the quality of the tea in the north and northeast of India, um, higher elevations, some believe that it's a higher quality of tea. Than, yeah, I mean, than in people would just encourage us to keep, you know, heading uh, north in search of those black teas. Um, and so, I mean, we've had a passion for tea for years. Paul, you know, has been in the tea business and we've done trade shows. We've tasted a lot of people's tea. And it was kind of odd for us when we were traveling India the first time. Do you remember, Paul, the yeah, kind of like you know, the state tea of, dilemma we yeah, would have? The, the, well, the state of Rajasthan, which is sort of west and, and south of uh, Delhi, uh, which is the country's capital, of course, is a big, big tourist draw. So there's tons of Western tourists and other uh, you know, Asian tourists as well that are visiting the state of Rajasthan as kind of a cornerstone of anyone's visit to India. And we were really surprised, given that what we thought of one of the most exotic and fabulous products of India is their their premium teas. But we really didn't get very good quality tea in most of the four- and three-star hotels that we stayed in. It was Lipton or it was... Uh, Twinings. Lipton. Twinings, which yeah. we English. also... English. All English. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, so that was the surprise. Kind of lowest common denominator, but maybe we're, we're thinking maybe we're just... Uh, Tea snobs. Well, tea aficionados. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'll We're make not. a cup of Twining's tea in the morning if yes. that's all there is. But it really was a surprise because well, I'm of thinking, course it was a surprise. is all this fabulous yeah. tea? You know, we had known all these um, fabulous teas that were coming from these regions, but we just couldn't put our fingers on them. And, and you know, chai. Uh, you know, everybody well, of is course, drinking chai. Yeah, the chai, of course, uh, which is, we love. makes you weep. You know, it does. So it's good. so good. <laughs> really? Oh, forward. it's just so yes. great. Chaiwala, yes. which is the oh. man that is the... Every street seems to have a chaiwala. Mm-hmm. And you'll go in a store and they'll want to invite you to have a 
cup of chai and, you know, as a matter of courtesy, of course we want it, but as a matter of courtesy, yeah. you really should accept it, especially if you're going to be doing business with them. Like, you know, when you buy, when we bought rugs in Kashmir or when we oh, bought some always. furniture in Rajasthan that we ended up shipping yeah. home, which was a yeah. bit of a nightmare. But So always say um, yes to chai tea. Always say yes always to chai yeah. tea in those, yeah. in those business And take the time. I mean, it's really, again, it's just if you... You know, when we're just traveling, there is time. So well, we make sure there's you time. You just chat people up when you sip sip tea. Our first. Well, the two of you have never met a stranger, it so it doesn't yeah. seem that way. Well, yeah, and that's kind of part of our mission, right? I mm-hmm. mean, we're on a mission to connect with people and share experiences. And, and tea is so, a good good and way. And tea is an awesome way, no matter where you are in the world. And so, so you know, again, I I loved tea, and because Paul's been in the business, and Steve Lee was his boss, a big tea guy, and Stephen Smith, those two guys worked together for Stash Tea. They started that one. They did Tazo Tea. And now Steve is like connecting with some of these tea folks in in India, and hopefully will connect us into the real source where Smith Tea um, is. Some of their tea is coming is from. sourced from. Yeah. How long do you spend plan to spend in that region? Well, we initially we are doing something we've never done before in India. Our on our first. Uh, trip two years ago where we were there for six whole months um, throughout the whole country. We um, stayed in mostly hotels. Mostly hotels, So, yeah. But what we're doing initially on this next oh. An Open Hearted Tour is that we've got a one-month Airbnb house. We actually have rented a three-bedroom house out of the Darjeeling uh, tourist area proper about 10 minutes away, I think it is, by tuk-tuk rickshaw. Right. And so we're going to have a different experience. And while we've done that uh, that Airbnb kind of long-term stay uh, in Central America last winter, we've never done it in India. And so we're going to try that. It ends up being a, a very good price for us to, if you stay a month, usually you get a good discount. Yeah, that's been what So we've our strategy been, so. is we don't, we, we have our plane ticket to Darjeeling, um, but we don't have anything planned right after that. We plan to use it as a base. Um, I've been reading a little bit more about the Nepali tea region that's adjacent mm-hmm. to Darjeeling. It's right in that south eastern corner of Nepal, which is very nearby. It's just a couple of hours drive to the border. So we may explore, use the Darjeeling base to explore uh, like a couple of nights away in the Nepali tea region. River, or, a river uh, cruise trip would be fun. Well, yeah, in that'll that be up in Assam, I think. Although, uh-huh. who knows, and maybe there's some rivers there I haven't, you know, that I don't know, that we don't know about yet. Uh-huh. But then also, the uh, Darjeeling is right on the northern border of West Bengal. And so, right over the line is the state of Sikkim, which is sort of India's version of the lower Himalayas. They don't have the highest peaks, but we can climb up to um, their capital city is Gangtok, uh, is how you pronounce it. They're only a couple of hours from Darjeeling, so we'll use that as a little getaway. And then, of course, Bhutan is tucked up right in there too also very easy drive so we'll be in darjeeling some of those 30 days and i anticipate that we'll be nearby perhaps for a few night stays maybe doing arranged hotel reviews Mm -hmm. if we can get the gigs and do you know how far up how many feet up you are in these areas darjeeling is about a 4,500 feet 
elevation. Impressive. So a little lower than Denver is the way I remember it. Mm-hmm. Might, maybe it was 5,000, but there are high peaks all around. And we will be arriving as the monsoon is waning. And so it's not outside the possibility that the our 5.30 a.m. flight up there from ba- Bangalore could be delayed because of weather or once we get to it's uh the near the town of Siliguri we'll have to get a cab to up to Darjeeling maybe the the old cart road that we'll have to take won't be um open entirely so we're prepared for Do I need to bring my boots. snorkel? Maybe I don't think you need your snorkeling but I <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like okay but You'd so, be ready. So I'll we're ready. ready for adventure. We're ready yeah. for adventure. And we have a lot less planned than we did on our first weeks and months in yeah, India. Yeah, I think we're a little more time. kicked back about India this time. Um, and maybe, I don't know, because we've got one under our belt. And, you know, we right now we say this would probably be our last tour. But talk to us, you know, a year from now. I have a funny feeling I'm not going to say that, that it's over. Oh, that we're not going to go back to no, India. I no, really we know better than to say. a lot of passion. There. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places um, in the world that we want to visit. But, yeah, yeah, we felt an immediate passion yeah. to go back to India. Yeah. So we'll then, continue on. And uh, you you were referring to the river cruises that are in the state of of Assam, Assam, which is, you know, east of, of Darjeeling and um, there's a very big river that's traveled by a lot of uh, Western and other tourists to the country on the Brahmaputra River. So we could take a fancy seven-day tour and spend a fortune. We're going to wait and get there. And uh, we have one friend that we met at a hotel elsewhere in the country in that Uda lives Port, there. Yes near the town of Tezpur on yes. the northern shore of Brahmaputra River. But we're going to... Uh, I, it's like I can't believe I'm remembering all these names. Gurahati is a is, is the big administrative city on the southern uh, um, shores of the Brahmaputra that we can fly there from Darjeeling. There's one daily flight. I already found it. So when we're tired of Darjeeling, our plan is that we'll fly to uh, Guwahati in uh, Assam state, and there we'll get a permit that we need. Um, there's a, a it's not a line of control, but it's like a a line that tourists are required to have a permit to get to go over. So if we want to get out of the immediate river valley, there are some interesting things to see both on sh- both shores of the river. So we'll get our, our administrative permit that will let us do that and then probably hire a driver and find a base somewhere in Assam. It may be Tezpur. It may be Guwahati. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and explore... You know, Meghalaya is another state that's nearby. Anyway, I could go on and on. But so there are a lot of... Do you see why I traveled with this one? <laughs> I know. He's um, uh, he's incredible. He's a nerd. He's, he's a travel a good, nerd. I know. He is. <laughs> but it's I just, yeah, I in fact, I'm and for, for listeners knows. who were sitting in the studio and I'm looking beyond Paul to see that behind him he has a book titled India that's about, I don't know, 800 pages thick. And I'm sure before you leave, which is only a couple of weeks away, you yeah. probably will have devoured that book. Well, it's uh, an old book that yeah. we just bought at um, a used bookstore in 
uh, was it in Victoria, British Columbia? No, it was Columbia? Friday Harbor. Oh, okay, Friday Harbor yes. on San Juan Island. Yes. In, in Gee, Washington. you don't even buy your books local. No, no, but this you is, don't well, do anything this is local. Funny, Nancy, <laughs> impulse because it's it's it copyright is uh, two thousand and three. Oh, but yet you know a lot of the descriptions are fine. It's well, just India's the, been the hotels, there a very uh, long time. Very different. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I right. mean, <laughs> so the places to go and the things to do are what interests us, and. The accommodations piece in the book that would be dated, right? It doesn't. That's not how we look for where right. we'll stay. Sure, it'll either be um, perhaps word of mouth from somebody, but we'll. You know, we use Booking dot com a lot, and we use for if we're going to be staying longer term, we might look at VRBO or Airbnb. And when you're in this month long. Um area yeah. in the tea area will yeah. you have friends that will be visiting you while you're there not quite yet we we will see a friend that we know up in assam like i said which will be a real treat to, to but be someone who such lives a there far-flung new yeah. area mm-hmm. yeah. of india somebody that we're you know in touch with we'll we'll have a chance to see him and i'm sure meet other people through him right um but our friends that, and we have a number of friends that want to visit us this year. Yeah, we have just one that will be meeting us in India. Um, and I don't oh. know, it's about halfway through, I suppose. He's since, this is again another story as a retired teacher. He watched a documentary film in school when he was 12. And that documentary has stuck with him, and it was on Varanasi. Oh. And so, Which is also known by its ancient name, Benares, but it's in the state of, I think it's Uttar Pradesh. Yeah. On the Ganges River. And so he is just curious, and like many travelers, it's like, oh, do I want to do uh, an experience solo or not? And so he's going to connect with us, his Portland friend, and he will just have that experience with us. And he's like, Wonderful. I don't know why I'm so called back there, but... I just need to go and be there. And well, tell them what it is that, why is Varanasi uh, a destination for not just Western tourists, but also for the Indians? Well, I mean, it's it's this sacred uh, waterway for end-of-life cremation, uh, ceremony, rebirth. Uh, and so there's... In the Hindu faith. There's all of that happening. And I don't... I mean, initially I thought... This would be so overpowering uh, on our first trip that we didn't quite get around to that region. But now I'm just like standing alongside of, of with him and just witnessing whatever is, is going to come. And we've because they do the actual we, cremations yes, right there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very public and also a very... Um, sacred, uh, sacred, but it includes their whole, not just their family, but their community. I mean, it hundreds can, of yeah. people can be involved in this. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, wow. and and that people will, uh, and I believe this is accurate. We'll be learning a lot more, I'm sure, because we've seen some public cremation areas in other parts of India as yeah, well. But yeah. the Varanasi one is ancient and you know famous and. And revered and, and a very, very special place to the Hindu uh, people in the Hindu religion will be uh, they will save for years in order to uh, afford what it costs. So they'll actually like exhume a body, I believe, 
once they have if if the unless if that's they have what, enough money unless they mm-hmm. yeah in order when they have the money then they mm-hmm. they and others will just you know it's i'm i'm sure there's a variety of different experiences but all the people that we've talked to i think without exception have talked about how gritty varanasi is mm-hmm. so we're probably going to fly in from Calcutta, Kolkata, for a couple of nights only, maybe three max. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of ash in the air because yes. they use wood to burn. Mm-hmm. So um, there is some of that. But the other thing, this is one of three places along the Ganges River where they perform a very special ceremony called the Arti Ceremony, A-A-R-T-I Ceremony. And and uh, at varying places in the Ganges, we've been to the head near the headwaters location yes. where yes. they don't do the cremation portion, but the the significance of the arti ceremony and the water and the fire. It's a water fire ceremony that's really extraordinary. Yeah, and we've been to we Har- featured Haridwar. that in one of our in our videos yeah. of. Uh, yeah, we have the a Haridwar video on Hotel. that. But, well, that was the uh, Haridwar uh, Gangalahari Hotel in Uttarakhand State. And we attended that ceremony, I think, three out of four yeah. nights. When yes, we were, I remember. When your we were videos there. were very touching. It's so rich. I mean, mm-hmm. the oil lamps, yeah. the just the, the powerful presence of everyone coming well, the to ritual, the water. And the ritualistic part and, has been going on for so long yes. that even watching it on a video, you feel it. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Incredible. And the uh, the uh, Haridwar, of course, is a four-hour train ride north of Delhi, and Varanasi mm-hmm. on the you know the Indo uh, plain to the to the east is about maybe midway between Calcutta and Delhi, a little closer to Calcutta, and um, so we'll be coming probably from uh, Assam into Calcutta and then over to Varanasi, and then kind of making our way. To Kajuraho. To Kajuraho from Varanasi. We'll fly into Kajuraho, which is a um, a very intriguing place that you have to make a bit of an effort to go to. It's in the state of Madhya Pradesh, and um, it's a long train ride or or a very careful airplane ride. There's only a few cities you can fly from to get yeah, there. This is quite a trek to, to get but there. But this is a place of stone-carved temples of the Kama Sutra uh, oh, really? tradition. Yes. Oh, really? Wow. So Ninth a, to the 12th century carvings. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, er- erotic uh, carvings mm-hmm. Yes, that have a lot of deep spiritual significance. And yeah, we're, we're actually buried in, you know, hidden in the jungles, mm-hmm. like many things get covered. And As then centuries a go British by. British explorer, I think it was 1836 maybe, kind of uncovered all of this. And there's regions and um, in in this community. So that really has been and speaking a, to me. Yeah, uh, me too. Art. We almost went last time we were there, except it, uh, the closest that we were was Jaipur, Rajasthan, and I couldn't convince Rich to take a 22-hour train ride to get to Kajaraho. Gee whiz, I can't no imagine. there was no way to fly there from Jaipur. But uh, no. We and these, out, this is oh, not no. the Orient Express we're no, talking about. <laughs> well, no. it would probably, we could probably get a, a good second-class sleeper on that particular train, but we just opted to hold off and see it when we could fly from Varanasi because we realized that that was one of the places that we still wanted to go that we could get to Kajaraho from. 
and I'm willing to do a sleeper if it if that's what it takes. Well, to get I there. think this time you're but saved. Am uh, I? You I won't just have don't want to. a bunch of other people in my sleeper space. I'm a little weird about that. But one place that we didn't go to when we were there the first time, believe it or not, is the Taj Mahal. So our intention from Kajaraho, where we're going to use that as a, we don't have a reservation yet, but we'll probably do a five or seven night stay in Hopefully a, in in the a hotel. nice hotel with where we can take a day into yeah. the carved uh, temples and then take a day off, yeah. be at the pool, read. Go back in. Um, go back in. We've yeah. done this in a few other I mean, places like Siem Reap, Cambodia, and other places where we've yeah. been told that you need to pace yourself a little bit. And it'll be time for us to have a rest, especially uh-huh. after probably our days in Calcutta. And yeah. how many yeah. days do you think you'll stay there? Probably five or seven in Kajaraho. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. that's not so far from Agra, which is where the Taj Mahal is. And we have friends that actually are working nearby. A couple guys that we had met at another hotel in Udaipur where we had lived for two months. Oh, I remember. On that Udaipur. other trip. So, yeah. Yeah. Like the best uh, lead uh, waiter. Uh, was he the one that deli- delivered popcorn to your oh, room? Oh, he had everything. Yes. He was behind yeah. it. Yeah. He was He's definitely the guy that he I was would instrumental. Hire. Of yeah, we would hire him any to do job. anything. Oh, yeah. incredible young man. Yeah, he, so he would yes. be, be a wonderful and, and, major and domo the chef anywhere. Was equally, you know, his uh, companion chef in creating. They would Google things, for example, and then at the breakfast table, we've got these special deliveries. Nobody else got them, and so it was quite VIP. Um, quite because of those two men. And so, I mean, it's because of that that it's we're, because we're of people. going back. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then, you know, this this is the town of Jhansi, I think, Uttar Pradesh. It's near, and it's, I'm forgetting what it is, but there's something really cool that we discovered that it's like less than an hour and a half car ride away from here, from there. And we'll be taking that in. So we, we've done that before, too. They're not necessarily like the top line things in the India travel books, but but they might be like more regional um, hill stations. A lot of times they call the English cultivated mm-hmm. a bunch of hill stations that were higher elevations where the gentry could go and cool off. Mm-hmm. Um, and those places still, obviously, they still exist. They do. Um, and so those can be interesting places to to visit. But we, we we've been in some of those before where we're the only non-Indian people in town is what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And we're as comfortable as can be, strangers oh, in a strange land. We've had so I many mean, selfies with our friends. It's just like, here, these big guys are. Let's take a picture of them. Yeah, so look, at, the look more, at this blonde-haired guy uh, here. we got to take a picture with him. So yeah, well, fun. the more outback locations that we get in India, the more uh, unique we are. Oh, of course. Yeah, and then other places, you know, it's like a dime or dozen. You're just yeah, just you're just Western one of the. Think we're well, the they're just so curious about us, and they they just have a ton of questions, and uh, we have a lot of questions for them as well. We've learned. <laughs> so, how long are you expected expecting to stay? Is the entire trip going to be in India, or will you be going other places? It's not all India. We'll be we expect to be there about three months, and we have Jaipur is on our list. Yeah, so then we'll head back to Rajasthan and end up from there. And our intention is to fly to Thailand from somewhere, and we'll tell you more about that in a second. But we have uh, an, an assignment in India with regard to our onward travel, and that is that we have to go to one of the 
three or four locations where we can get a Thai tourist visa, which will allow us to stay in Thailand for 60 days. Now, it just so happens that where we live in Portland, Oregon, is really close to a Thai consulate. You might not know it, but there's a Thai consulate in the I Pearl District. There used to be. I think it's still uh, hopefully there. Hopefully they're there. And when we went to Thailand the first time, we walked down to the Thai consulate and got our 60-day tourist visa, which you can get as long as you're going to begin your travel within, I think, 120 days. Well, we're not going to begin our travel within that time to get the the visa here, here. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So we have some choices in India where we can get it. And so we'll make sure that we, before we leave the country, get our 60-day Thai visa so that upon arrival we can stay for a couple months in Thailand. So it'll be three months in India and two in Thailand. Right. And and we do plan on returning back to Udaipur. Like I said, we'd live there for two months and we have friends sure. that we need to have some time with. So then we'll so, push on. So yeah, and t- why don't you tell them about what we're what we're doing in Thailand upon arrival? We know what day we're arriving. Oh. We have a reservation. Oh boy. I mean, hopefully we're going to recover from India and chill out. What you know, for Paul and I, we've learned when we've traveled that it's like as you approach the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, it's like no matter where you are, people want to get away and they want to be somewhere warm like we generally have been living lately. So it's like we don't want to be in those major places. We try to isolate now and and pull away from kind of the big spin. Holiday hoopla. So we just happened to discover a new resort that we knew was in the making. Uh, It took a few years, and it's a clothing-optional resort, um, and we'll be spending a month. And Just north of Phuket Island in southern Thailand. It's, uh, uh, what can I say? It's an opportunity to unwind and uh, feel like you can And you recover. won't have to worry about doing laundry. The laundry is... <laughs> Just towels, I think. Towels and sheets. So, yeah, we have a little bit of a, a niche kind of market. I don't know. There are a few nudists that naturists that are out there. This will be our and third clothing optional resort that we've been to in Thailand. Three. And it's our number one most watched video. Now, back to Paul and Rich and their Hotel Guys podcast. So these are always um, trips of magnitude. It's not like, uh, well, let's go away for the weekend and run over to the beach kind of thing. So I think most of us are very curious as how do you take care of your life and your property. You own a townhouse in northwest Portland. How do the logistics for all this work while you're in the far reaches of India? You know, when we left uh, for Southeast Asia a few years back, we had a dear friend who was in transition out of a relationship, and so he moved in with us, and halfway through that five-country tour, we contacted him, and we knew we could do this travel gig, and we said, stick around, and he's still living with us. Oh, how do I and, don't move out. And, and yeah, I mean, there. he's like, well, for me, he's we're all brothers, right? So it just feels like we're family. And and when you feel that comfortable in your own home with someone, which, you know, that means a world um, to me. Because after traveling, home really has become kind of a sacred 
haven almost to regroup and party with our friends and and we, it's become very special yeah we work really, there we work really hard when we're home but when we leave we don't think about it very much and we don't worry about it very no, much it's it's so he kind of helps true. to to ameliorate our concerns about you know anything to do with that aspect and then you know a might an eight or a nine month trip is a long long time um we are lucky to live at a in a time when we can really perform all of our other life kind of online so all the bills and whatever would need to be attended to largely we don't really need anybody in portland with a few exceptions and so we have like kind of some pinch hitters that help us out when to sort we, through the key mail when we know that shoot a photo certain things. so that's kind of how yep. it is i mean and then yeah. then our biggest headaches are how in the heck do we get everything in our suitcase and be off because mm-hmm. that is there's always a lot to prepare for and you know a lot of it's trial and error i would say over the years we've made some stupid mistakes either taking too much or or not taking the right kind of things but we've really taken advantage of the friends that will uh that have come to visit us in the past and then uh, in this next uh trip the Thailand portion particularly we'll have people from Portland that'll be joining us yep um, and so they will designate some stuff for them to bring. Mm-hmm. And shots. Don't you need to get shots when you're going to India? Um, you're not required to get any particular shot. Oh, you're there, not? No. There are some medical... You, there, you don't have to prove any uh, vaccinations okay. of any sort. Um, this year, we haven't really had a lot of medical preparation because we've done it all in the past. Mm-hmm. So we've updated and we've pretty much set a high bar for ourselves in the past. I mean, we have the rabies vaccine. We, yeah, I was going to say, we did rabies. Um, and, you know, the dogs in India just didn't look at us. <laughs> so it wasn't anything. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah, I never felt threatened by a single dog. So if we were bitten by an animal, for example, yeah. um, we would still have to take some serious medical, you know, it, we would definitely need a shot. But the fact that we've had the vaccine, it makes it's actually safer for us without mm-hmm. getting into mm-hmm. all the medical elements. Yeah, so but we traveled with anti-malaria medication yes, last year. Yes, I think I, I we think were we planned malaria. To, we haven't gotten any yet. You didn't for, take the shots. Uh no, there aren't no, any malaria pills shots. We you have to daily. take a kind of a prophylactic pill before, a week before you start. Yeah. trip and then oh, a couple of days after or something like that. Maybe it was two days before and a week after. Yes. So I if think you happen to right. have gotten bit by a mosquito, for example. Um, so the, but, the but first year it, we it did... it felt like a little overkill to me. Well, I it's mean, not we, like they're taking malaria. And we're looking online. We're checking to see kind of where the hot spots are and we'll do that again. And um, But we really had no health hiccups as we traveled India the six months that we were there and then the month in, in Sri Lanka. I mean, we just did not have gut issues unless I ate spicy food. And, we didn't have food you know, and water issues at no. all. But I mean, we, we did have awesome. bad yeah. air. We, had, we suffered we had from bad air. And so when we get yeah. to Thailand, we are anticipating that we'll need a little lung recovery. Yeah, yeah. The air in India is notoriously bad, isn't yep. it? Yeah, and so after, it really is. You know, I think it's even probably worse than it was two years ago. Maybe. After the first of the year, um, when we're ready to push on, we're going up to Chiang Mai, up north, and that's an amazing, in beautiful city. Still in Thailand, yes. And so we have a couple incredible um, body workers, a, a Thai doctor that we've seen in the past, 
And, and we uh, have an American friend that lives there that we'll see and right. some favorite restaurants. And then I'll probably do my annual medical blood work there. And I, I'm going to have my teeth cleaned. I mean, so all of these services are so... Inexpensive. Inexpensive. Yeah. Well, they when are. we were there before, the services that we got, I did a little back of the napkin. It seemed to be about 10 cents on the dollar for what it wow. would have cost here. And it's really, it's it's uh, internationally accredited institutions. Sure. That yeah. The level of service we had at that hospital for Paul, you don't see that here in the States. So, Rich, you you did have a real serious issue with Lyme disease, yep. and you have recovered to a great degree, but I would think that would always be on your mind when you're traveling. Do you check ahead to see what areas may or may not be uh, a serious issue when it comes to that having Lyme's disease well, I mean, reactivated uh, in your body? Yeah, no, I know. It's just kind of like always, you know, once you're a carrier, you're a carrier, right. they say, and it can be reactivated. And, you know, in my mind, I like to believe that it's in remission. Um, there's a few little hiccups with my body, pains a little bit, but, you know. I'm, but your energy level is amazing. Oh, yeah, compared to what I used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm a lucky one. And so, again, I think that's why, you know, for me to be out traveling, you know, with Lyme disease and then my little hiccup with a, a small stroke six months ago, I'm so grateful that I can talk, I can be out and about. And so, you know, if I drop down and I'm gone, I just want everybody to know I was having one heck of a great time. So, You know, for most of us, though, that isn't the issue. The issue is, oh, am I going to get sick? Being uh, sick uh, when you're traveling is just well, really tough. Right, and I think that's the key for just maintaining his health and, and mine is just uh, immunity and, and not getting too run down. And we like to travel slowly, actually, relatively slowly. And so yeah. we find our own pace helps to just maintain our like our psycho medical kind of... Mental stability mental as we travel. Stability. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... The mind-body connection. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we have some things that we're prepared for, you know, we always have a little food and make sure we have enough water. If there's, you know, we've had, we've been in a private car, we've had to stop and change a tire before, not us, but, you know, he, the driver had to stop and attend to something on the car and the, here we go. We're going to meet 15, 15 year olds, you know, uh-huh. on the side of the road. That exactly. Come As over we and say hello and, and practice their English. Right. Right. And so we just prepare for, uh, you know, we'll stand somewhere going, wow, we're really lost right now. This is really cool. And we, yeah, probably yeah. so far last, so good. It probably won't last very long. Oh. You know, we'll get out of this predicament. But uh, well, so as far I, as health goes, we just try to like bend. If the road bends, we just kind of sway with it and then find equilibrium again. Oh, I just flashed on when Paul and I were in the south in the T region there and we arrived at one of our hotels it was Chandy Windy Ridge and you know we discovered that the bar does not serve beer and so we go on this gallivanting tour to find where we buy beer and so who does that yeah right um Paul and I quite the story actually <laughs> we still talk about it <laughs> what don't talk about well, it. No, 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 no. we <laughs> still talk about it. Oh, yeah. you still talk yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like a still out in the country. We rode a, a tuk-tuk, and I remember looking down out the side of, you know, the little vehicle we're in, and there was a pothole that was at least three feet deep. And it was just, you know, winding around out in nowhere. 
and so it, it's getting dark. For whatever it's worth, oh. we're at the Chandy Windy Woods Resort in in Manar, Manar. Kerala, southern India. Yes. And a beautiful place. And it was, you know, when we would arrive in a new state, we weren't really sure, you know, we were up in, you know, if you're in a religious area... It might be uh, no, no, alcohol. no alcohol for for religious reasons. So oh. we thought, okay, there's no and alcohol. I'm not quite sure. I think the hotel didn't have the... They don't have beer. They didn't have beer, is what you were told. Yeah, at yeah. the front desk, so we they, they, they don't... So we thought we had to go ourselves, and so we found out there's like a state store. You know, I've lived in states here in the U.S. Yep. where you have to go to the state store if you want to get liquor. Not Just like Oregon. Woods. It was like a still, though. Well, it was yeah, out in the pretty woods, much. nowhere and so we were taking out still. there. You went it to felt the like it. it felt like it. And we, you know, the two big, you know, white guys were there with our tuk-tuk driver. It's all men, too. And so it, there's a it queue. Was, and they were just like, where did these where two did come from? Where did you come no, they from? Were, it was so cool. We felt completely comfortable. Oh, yeah. Sure. We, yeah, like, parked on the side of the road and went down, literally went into the woods even though there was a, it was a distribution point. I don't know why the state chose to like put it out in the middle of nowhere, but it was they us want people and to all drink. the Indian guys lined up to get their bottle for the night, kind of, because yeah. it was sort of just getting dark. Yes. So we get back to the, so it was a great fun. In We've, fact, the driver bought some alcohol for yeah. himself since that's where we wanted to go. He's like, cool. But I was probably like, I'll seven, just fill, yeah. fill up. Know, I'll fill up. Right? So, so the three of us got our stuff and and. Uh, it was great, great fun carrying it back in the hotel. So we find we come to find out that they actually do serve beer in the restaurant. <laughs> the guy at the desk didn't know. No, well, well, I think that there's like a party line, and then when you actually get down to the restaurant, and this was built on the side of a hill and the tea plant undercover serving incredible. beer. So they were like kind of undercover serving it. So when they found out that we'd gone to this great length to get our own <laughs> beer. And we had like we were going to oh, be they, there four nights, and so we had like a a, a quart for each night or something. You I know? think we had like seven beers. I big, think, I big want to think we had beer. less. So but they were so lovely. They're like, oh, we'll bring them to your room anytime you want so a beer. They, so they kept them in their refrigerator. Oh, how for sweet! Us. So when we would come down for dinner at, yes. at, in the evenings, you they got would your bring own us, beer. Oh, yes, one of our beers, please. Our hand carried. Oh, beer. that's a great story. Yeah. Well, was it good beer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, wine is prohibitively expensive in India. So we, while we drink a lot of wine at home, we don't really dr- we hadn't drunk much of it in India because no. of the price. The price point is too high. Really. Sure, because they don't they don't produce wine there, right? They do. They have oh, they really, do. Yeah, they have a pretty big region. But you know, I think it's all owned by the same company. Oh. I forget it's, the name of it. The brand. It's, yeah, it's special occasion. That's kind of what we felt. But we actually the rolled Koch brothers through. probably own it. It's all. in that area too. Actually, we rolled through a wine growing area and didn't know it. Uh, it was and that's right where before we, we went to the t-shirt yes. factory in Tamil Nadu. Yes, uh, it may have been on the Kerala side of the line. But we, so I always made a mental note that if we were ever back in southern India, that would be a thing we'd circle back around and, and do is go, go to back vineyard. to the Indian wine growing and hope yeah. to God that the there at least the prices right will be a little bit lower. Yeah. Because otherwise we drink a good cheap beer yep. in India. Yeah. So you're going back to a place you've been before. You're going to see some places you've never seen. You're going to see some places that you've seen before. Did you leave any room for doing something totally different that you 
that that uh, the travel nerd poll has not actually got on the agenda? Yes. Okay, is, is good. Answer. So the, uh, the way Quick, we've talked it? about the trip so far only takes us to about early February, and this will be after perhaps an exhaustive list of friends that will be bringing us toiletries and toothpaste <laughs> and who knows, medications and whatever. And so it will be a, a pit stop refresh for us. And then... We're not sure what we're going to do, but we know we don't intend to come back until mid-May. So we've never been to uh, Malaysia. And, uh, of course, the peninsula there is just south of the Thai peninsula. So we might push into Malaysia, and uh, now I'm going to not remember a place um, Georgetown, I want to say. It's an island off the the west coast of Malaysia, about halfway between Thailand and uh, Kuala Lumpur, the capital, oh, mm-hmm. which, of course, KL, big city. Mm-hmm. So we might uh, visit Georgetown and the island, friends had recommended, and then push into Kuala Lumpur on the train. And from there, you can fly anywhere in the world. So Rich has this crazy idea. Well, I just think for once, maybe we should just like, okay, whatever the good deal is, yeah, just we're going to be one of those shoppers. We're going to go, holy crap, this is all we have to pay. And we're going to just end up somewhere. And you're going to go to Perth. Unknown. So and we'll go, you to, go to Perth, who knows? Australia. Who knows? Yeah. Have you been to Perth? Rich has. No, not, not out to Perth. Perth Neither, but I have I've never been to Australia. Australia. Oh, He's never been out there. Perth is so people awesome. People. Yeah. yeah. You've been there uh, on a boat. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Oh. No. Uh-huh. We went for the America's Cup race oh, when the America's no. Cup race was yeah. there. But uh, no, it's and it's not that far. Mm-hmm. But no, true. I love that. I love the idea that you just look, where's the biggest bargain? And that's and, where we're going. Yeah, I think that'll be fun yeah. and spontaneous for us. And, yeah. and that's hard because it will be. we start to get a rhythm and then we're like, okay, so now we know. It's like, this is like a five-day stay. I have an ulterior And then motive. we know. Oh, I know. You're, what? Uh-oh. Look I, at well, the gleam in his eye. So... Uh, I, I'm imagining, and I don't, it's fine if we don't, if it doesn't play out Let's that way. It. But you know, we've <laughs> talked about that um, Oman or or Dubai. Oh, and you are, said Jordan. Are steps that we could, you know, maybe yeah. head from Kuala Lumpur in that direction. That's a long. That's a long way. Well, it, it is, but my, here the ulterior motive is ultimately. To fly into Portland from international, you can do it from a few places that I know of, right? One is Tokyo, which that's how we came home two years ago is we saw friends. In under nine hours and, to Portland, and so that was flew a, directly. a nice but, quick home. But, you know, Delta also flies from Amsterdam over the pond, over the top of the world um, to Portland, Oregon. And so Rich has never been to Amsterdam before, and we have several different groups of friends actually that live there um so i would love to visit jordan i want to go to uh petra and the all of that everybody that goes there everybody says everybody that i know that's gone there Mm -hmm. that talks about it and everything that i read about it it feels like you know i don't believe that we would go to Israel, and I don't believe that we would go to Egypt at this point because mm-hmm. of the political situations in both countries, very different political situations. But so, but Jordan feels like an opportunity for us to visit something in the Middle East um, that feels safe and feels doable, um, and Rich is 
Always wrapping his open. head. He's yeah, he's open and he's up, but I'm wrapping his head yeah. around it. And you know, a stepping stone to get there from where we would be in in uh, Malaysia, for example, might be, you know, UAE. Or I've heard interesting things about a quick visit to Oman is uh, right on the Horn of Africa, is an interesting um, option. Well, you know what? And You're then, just going to have to put up Amsterdam. a map of the world, have a little dartboard. There you go. And, it's, you know, we have to stay within a, a budget, and it's very possible that then Amsterdam will be the gateway to coming home in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, we're real close to Myanmar. Um, being yes, of course. Right but you've been to Myanmar, Myanmar right? But We haven't been to the south. We the haven't south. been to Yangon, and we've talked about maybe leaving Thailand for a little while for a little trip to southern Myanmar and then going back to Thailand and doing a few more yeah a few more of the Thai naturist resorts I think it, that we know about maybe that's our breakout uh, that's who we are <laughs> the, the that's who we guys are you are hotel naked guys. hotel the naked, the naked hotel. hotel guys yeah, we just feature naked <laughs> hotels maybe somebody will hire us but that, does, do that that may just delay until we get to Malaysia yeah, right yeah. so then when we then cuz we would re-enter Thailand on a straight up 30 days visa and we get don't 30 more you don't need the 60 day visa we just right. wanted a 60 day visa right and then um we'll have to make sure we can be out of the country for like even just a day or a mm-hmm. few days in Myanmar and then go back and, and go we back. you know we did not get into northern uh Vietnam when we traveled out um, oh, boy, and what a fabulous... I couldn't believe the pictures you guys mm. posted of Vietnam. Yeah, oh, we Absolutely really gorgeous. Vietnam. We got as far as the DMZ. Yeah. And and so going back would be of interest uh, for uh, me. Well, and I'm open to it because I'm a little... The only part of China that I'm really interested in is sort of a southern swing right now and, and the terracotta warriors in Xi'an. 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 But the southern swing through China, which would be a Mm no-brainer after northern Vietnam, you can actually take a bus from Hanoi over to, uh, I want to say Kum, I'm forgetting now, the college town in southern, far southwestern China. But then do a sweep um, through Guangzhou, which is just the other, the sister city of Hong Kong, which you've been to. Right. Um, so it's a possibility if we stayed in Asia that it could be something like uh, the rest of Vietnam that we haven't done mm-hmm. and then possibly a, a kind of a maybe a brisk push through some spots in southern China. Mm-hmm. I know that's been on your, on your mind a while. China was really quite fascinating when we spent three three weeks in in the country with students. And uh, Paul's always had this thing about going to where the terracotta warriors were yes. unearthed. And as a matter of fact, we have one in our our garden that's you know half, replica, a third obviously. of the size. But yeah. Um, yeah, so boy, there's so much which to you've been explore. to. I think you yes. mentioned that. So yes. but you were open we, to possibly going. Oh, back. it's 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 really magical. So it'd um, be like a it's a side sort of bullet train trip because it's pretty interior yeah for us i think it was felt like a 12 hour so it could be you know of course japan it would be so easy to end in japan again and then fly home to portland directly but i you know a year from we'll see where our open hearts take us yeah i feel like it could be into new territory it's going to be because yeah. we haven't decided yet. So yeah. that's fine. So then that's the last kind of third of our trip or so. Yeah. And then 
So have you been able to project out uh, the next tour, or has has that even entered your mind yet? Are Are you dreaming about anything, Rich? Always. Um, I, there's. I think what we imagine is that we might stay home a little bit longer next time. Oh, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, I highly. Well, we I'm in it. favor of that. Yeah. So, so we'll we'll see how how it all goes. Um, there's a Argentina. Yeah, it was really fun being in. The, yeah, Spanish speaking cultures. Uh, I love oh, Patagonia. More, you need... might get me to travel if okay, you went to good. Patagonia. Oh, yeah. Well, plus my family, of course, has a winery in Mendoza, Argentina. Oh, um, yes. my greater family. There, we discovered quite Spazzato family. Spazzato uh, winery in mm. Mendoza, in the, yeah. in the wine region of Argentina. I haven't tasted their wares, but it would be a good reason to go down and. Uh, Hang out with them. So, and Rich is, of course, friends with them online already. Of course you are, Rich. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? Maybe they'll be our hotel guy sponsor. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe in Argentina they winery. will be. In, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a possibility. Anything, I suppose. Yeah. Are there other parts of the world? I mean, uh, I, 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 you know, Peru? I would love to go to... Uh, crazy other parts of the world iran but obviously that feels off limits but the the stands as i call them that are north of iran i think you know we feel a lot of iranian influence when we're especially in western india Mm -hmm. um and it's a fascinating culture so you know so much we don't understand yeah well if you could only be sitting on this side of the table listening to you Roll off your tongue all these places in the world that many of which you've already been to and some of which you're going to go to sometime in the future. And to think of how many people get to travel with you vicariously because you have created this website. You do wonderful podcasts. You do terrific videos. And this is the world that we get to live in is even those of us who either have no desire to travel or don't have the funds to travel get to travel with the hotel guys. So I do hope you realize that this is such a service. And you talk about being in service to people in third world countries. You're in service to people right here who get to live with you vicariously as you take all these adventures. Hope you know how it, much it means to well, all of us. I feel, I feel like I need to say something about being humble <laughs> because well, I really don't take it for granted. To me, it's like, you know, join us in on our open-hearted tour and the world just needs more connection in the right, in the right way. What, this is a quick story. And when we were leaving British Columbia, no, actually, we were arriving Sydney um, on uh, our, B- our family British tour. British Columbia, yeah. Into, in, into British in Columbia. Vancouver, and so Island. we get in the taxi and, you know, we're with Paul's sister and husband and we're en route to our hotel. And we, you know, started to chat and handed him our, our business card. And taxi driver. He, he gets out and he looks at us and he's like, oh, my God. I recognize the logo. I watch your video. He's, he's Indian. And he's he's, he's Indian. Has Indian, been Canadian living, Indian. Living yeah. in Canada for 20 years, and he knew the hotel oh guys. Oh, my gosh. And so... Did that warm your heart or what? I don't really fully believe it. Um, it's crazy, but I do believe it. 
Um, well, especially because you have such a huge Indian connection. We do. And yeah. they have connections yeah. all over the world yeah. because yeah. they travel. Yeah. I mean, they live in other countries well, yeah. so I'm much. Counting, I'm counting on all my Indian brothers and sisters to up our numbers in, you know, our, our Facebook page. Oh, yeah, that'll is be Is Global easy. Hotel Guys, and I think that's like over 700 and some followers. Um, Instagram, you know, we're at like hovering around 1750 Wow. Um, I don't know what the secret is to get big other than buy. I, Which I don't we don't have do any that. interest in. Um, and YouTube. And and so, yeah, yep. we have a YouTube channel, Global Hotel Guys. But everything, you know, is I have to give Paul, like, super oh, credit. Oh, of course. And he does need help. So if any tech geeks are out there and you're, you're into travel, contact us at hotelguys.com because it... He could use a break, and we could use uh, some backup support because <laughs> it's so big. What we have an abundance of, though, is gratitude for of course. the people that we encounter and that do follow along with us. It's great fun. It's just about being kind of open-hearted and light-hearted and... We can and all, curious. And curious. Yeah. We can all learn. Yeah. There's, we can all benefit from knowing more about, around, about the world around yes. us. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and we can't wait to keep up with you guys. So hopefully I'll be hearing from you when you travel. We'll be able to do some more podcasts. Yeah, I hope so. It might not be till Thailand, only because I Ooh, think that technology I might Indian be. Well, I do Nancy. too, but and, and we can and see. And Marty's on the board, by the way, here at yes. the radio station. And Marty at Kohai. What would we do without Marty at Kohai? Yeah, your expertise. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I know. This, was our, this is our first podcast uh, of our own, really, here at the radio station. So. So it's great fun. Yeah, great fun. Awesome. And we really look forward to hearing from you guys over the next few months. Thank you so much. Safe travel. Thank Keep you, traveling. Nancy. Keep traveling. <laughs> You've just heard another Hotel Guys podcast with Paul and Rich. You can reach the Hotel Guys at their website, hotelguys.com. Join us next time for another podcast with Paul and Rich, the Hotel Guys.